0: You can you can get me on Getter, G E T T R. Okay, I wasn't recording on the. uh. Anyway, watching radio live, we have Dan Corner on today. All right, going to patch him on now. Brother Allen is on with us. We got the FCC line. You can call in, which some folks are in there now. Uh, what's that number? Oh yeah, good question.
1: Number is uh six six nine. 275-1343. 275-1343.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they people in there now. You could call that number, and if you hit 941 once you're in there, even if you're using the app, I heard it works, it'll raise your hand in there, and we can see that you want to be patched into the board. Okay? Is so, that star 941 or just
1: 941?
0: Uh, just 941. Okay. That's all it says to do. People have done it. So... Um, Remember that number? Right now we are streaming live on uh, YouTube. We are no longer on Facebook. I deleted Facebook. I don't, you know, Facebook is whacked. Uh, The way they're going around, they're going to be going door to door with this vaccine now. Uh, This is getting pretty telling, guys. This is a precursor, or uh, is indeed the ingredients for the mark of the beast, and you can see how they're going to try to pull this along using the uh, pangs of the four sore, uh, sore judgments or the four horsemen uh, riding to dictate to the population to get this tattoo. And incidentally, the word "mark" there in uh, the Greek literally is tattoo. So we're going to be touching on that. Let's get Brother Dan on. Right now, because I'm running late, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, uh, let's try calling him. Wouldn't that be good? Yes. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna call Dan. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Is it Star Eight Two or Star Eight Four on Block? Let me try to look it up. You're star Eight again. Two. This is an unseen problem the person you we have, have called,
1: guys. does not accept calls from blocked numbers. Please unblock your numbers.
0: Yep. There's no way around this one. so
1: how, about, like- uh, how about we have him in the free conference uh, call chat room, and uh, we just uh, unmute him.
0: This is what happens when we don't confirm things.: It's My fault, because now I, I, I remember we had this problem. Uh, Richard, let me, let me call him right now and have him, you want me
1: to do the free conference call?
0: Uh, Hold on. It's where? ringing now. Hello? Yeah, Dan. Hello? Dan. Yes. Yeah, we had a little bit of an issue, but I think we got it working.
2: Okay. Excellent.
0: Uh, what happened is, uh, Alan didn't confirm with you, uh, if you had a block on your line for private calls. So, yeah, it's my fault. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's his fault. So that's our unprofessional thing we did. Sorry. Or I shouldn't say our Allen's. Um so you had a a private block on there. Praise God. We're on we're broadcasting and and streaming live, and um we're going to um Dan Corner is our guest today. Yeah, you could call in. What's the what's the number, uh Alan?
1: The the call in number is six six nine two seven five one three four three and it's nine four one to raise your hand.
0: Yeah, if you want to if, wanna, have if we have time for to take questions from Brother Dan Corner. Uh, Brother Dan, what is your website again?
2: Uh, the website is evangelicaloutreach.org. The easiest, best way to get there is EOMIN dot org. That's EO as an evangelical outreach. M-I-N as in ministry dot org.
0: Okay, so if you want to get to Dan's website, that's how you do it. So Dan is going to do a micro message, and then we're going to get into some other things later. But I have some stuff on the screen here on the Luciferase and the Quantum Dot Tattoo. Uh, there has been some video surfacing where after a man recently had got the uh, vaccine, uh, that he his veins were glowing uh, in the dark. Um, this substance that happens to be in the vaccine um, is an illuminator. Um, wh- why would they put that in the vaccine? I have no clue. You know how ha- how would that fight uh, a COVID virus or any virus? And uh, the very fact that it coexists with what they call the quantum di- dot micro needle. Which is an invisible tattoo. And you can see I have an article on the screen right now um, about the invisible ink will reveal whether your kids have been vaccinated. So this is the goal, folks, to get us marked um, by some invisible tattoo. And the patent is out. It's called DNA Tattooing. Uh, in the human skin, but one of the main ingredients for this to work is the luciferase. Ironically, it's called lucifer. Isn't that ironic, Dan?
2: I could not agree more. It definitely, is very ironic. It's very strange. Everything in our day is very strange, not only all the sixes, but also all the occultic symbols, so right. we're in a very, very weird, strange, almost twilight zone kind of a day.
0: Well, with that uh, being said, I'm going to hand the mic over to you, Brother Dan, to um, give us a little insight on what, what are you feeling in the spirit, what's going on here, and, and in your research, what have you identified with this, um, what they're doing here? And now I want to go door-to-door, incidentally, and subject this thing. And I just saw on the news that they want to um, segregate anyone that ha- has not been vaccinated, uh, and they would be had the mandatory, mandatory test every two weeks. So that's kind of weird, isn't it? So, uh, Brother Dan, we're going to hand the mic over to you, sir.
2: Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this opportunity. You're very kind to have me on here. So really what's on my heart right now is what's going on on a worldwide scale. And I believe very clearly, explicitly, we are on the verge of seal number three. Seal number three, you could read of that in Revelation chapter 6, verse 6, which is the 66th book of the Bible, 6th chapter and the 6th verse. Let me read that to you. Listen very carefully to this. It says in God's word, Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages, and three quarts of barley for a day's wage, and do not damage the oil and the wine. So very clearly this is talking about what will be coming soon, and that is food scarcity. Not food abundance, food scarcity. And if you've been listening to the news Undoubtedly, you probably are very much aware of what's going on in the western part of the United States, not only an unusual heat wave and water shortages, but I also recently heard that there is developing a plague with grasshoppers. A lot of very strange, bizarre things are going on in our hour, July the 10th, 2021. And I think that's an important time to mention this message, and that is this date, July the 10th, 2021, because things are moving very, very rapidly. I don't know how much longer we will have before we definitely do enter seal number three. It's coming very, very quickly, very fast, and seal number four is famine, so this thing is going to hit, and once it does hit, it's going to continue on. So, from what God's Word has to say in Revelation chapter 6, it would be smart, it would be very wise to get extra food and prepare. Long-term food. Talking like rice and beans and canned goods, other things like that. Things that you'll be able to eat if you cannot get to the stores. If you cannot buy the food, if the food is not there. Now, what I mentioned from... Revelation chapter 6 verse 6 reading that particular translation a modern translation is very very clear now there are a lot of Christians real Christians that continue to read the King James version of the Bible and definitely without question it is a very difficult translation and in this verse it's very misleading and the reason I say it's misleading is because Revelation 6 6 and the King James states that for a penny, for one penny, you'll get a measure of wheat, and for one penny, you get three measures of barley. Now, in our day, obviously, for one penny, you can't buy anything. I can't think of anything I could even buy for a nickel, much less one penny. And it's saying here that you can buy a measure of wheat, and that's ambiguous. What is a measure of wheat? But the Greek term translated penny by the King James here is denarion, or denarius, and a denarius was a day's wage. So for a day's wage, they are able to buy a measure of wheat or a quart of wheat. Again, explicitly showing, as shown in the modern translations, food scarcity, not food abundance as might be implied, as some might misunderstand from the King James. So what's ahead of us? What is ahead of us? not only food scarcity and captivity and death, but before we even go into captivity and death, we'll be being hated and betrayed. Now, Fauci recently stated, and before I even tell you what he said, I believe that Fauci is the false prophet. And the reason I believe he's the false prophet because he's working hand-in-hand hand with Bill Gates, who I believe, hands down with all the evidence about this man, that he is the Antichrist. The false prophet is described in the Word of God as one that looks like a lamb, but he speaks like a dragon. The dragon in the book of Revelation is the devil. The devil is a liar, and Fauci is a liar. When he opens his mouth, lies fly out. It's all about this thing that's going on and the emphasis on getting the injection. So there's all kinds of things happening, and it's happening very, very quickly. But Fauci said this. Fauci said the United States is now divided into two groups, the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated. The vaccinated are considered safe, They can freely travel about, for the most part, operating somewhat normal in society. That is, as long as they can prove their vaccination if they have to provide it. And, of course, it's going to go on and on with with boosters and more vaccines. On the other hand, the non-vaccinated, they're being considered unsafe. They're spreading germs. They're a variant factory. And they also reject science. They're dangerous to society and they're dangerous even to the people that got the vaccine. So that's their narrative. That's what they want us to believe. And you can see the way everything is moving along. You can see what's going to transpire. You could see how we are going to be hated and betrayed. People are going to hate us and betray us because they have been misled by the false prophet thinking. That we are the problem when in reality we're not the problem at all. There are quarantine camps, there are FEMA camps, there are different things they have already erected in different parts of the world, not just over in Canada, and the United States, Australia, all over, to put these people that have not received the injection. It's a very, very strange time. Revelation 13 verse 10 says... If anyone is to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with the sword, with the sword he will be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. So immediately, if I had nothing else, I would know at this particular point in time, just by reading this scripture, that the saints are still going to be here. The saints are not going to be raptured out. The saints are still going to be here. And it calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints so we're going to have to endure and at this particular point in time those of us that have our eyes open we are watching things unfold inch by inch step by step we're patiently enduring and we're going to have to continue to be faithful right to the very end of our life to get into God's kingdom the latter part of the third angel's message is Revelation 14 verse 12. I'll give the whole message in several minutes from now. But Revelation 14:12 says, "This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints." There it is again, on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus. There's the emphasis: we must remain faithful to Jesus. But unfortunately, many are going to turn away. And we know many are going to turn away because Jesus said many were going to turn away. You could read about that in Matthew chapter 24. So unfortunately, there's going to be a tremendous falling away. You can imagine the pressure. The pressure, you're going to go into a camp. You're going to be beheaded. You won't be able to buy or sell unless you get this mark on your body. And this thing is speeding along. And folks, it's not far off. I want to say that again. This is not far off. Children at this particular point in time are not going to grow up. That's how short the time is. It's not going to go on to numerous generations ahead of this one. This is the last generation. Jesus is that close and coming back. But before I get to that point, I've got to share a lot of other things building up to it. And it's this. Among other things, please, please, please remember this scripture, Revelation twelve eleven. They overcame it by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Again, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. But a part that is not mentioned in this scripture that is very, very important to remember is after that comes paradise. Death is not the end. After that occurs, the faithful will then go to paradise, our home. That's where our citizenship is. That's where we belong. That's where our Heavenly Father is, the precious Lord Jesus, and our spiritual family in Christ. So that's how we got to look at it. We got to think big picture. We got to be thinking along those lines. This is what's happening, and believe it or not, it was removed from the Canadian website, but... Probably somewhere around 1 month 1 year ago the Canadian government had on their website that they wanted a programmable hydraulic guillotine. Hard to believe, but that's exactly what they were asking for. Why? That was their response to COVID-19. Now, obviously the implication is connecting the dots. What's going to happen? These people, not only in Canada, but the United States and all around the world, the people that wisely do not take the mark of the beast, they are going to be executed, they're going to be decapitated, their head is going to be removed. Just like it says clearly in Revelation chapter 20 verse 4, we are going to be beheaded. So this is coming. Now hand in hand with the verses I just read especially revelation 12 verse 11 courage is an absolute must now when i think about this even years ago i never ever believed that i would be alive when the mark of the beast will be coming to the forefront but it happened so quick everything changed as you well know around march of 2020 just like you snap your fingers all of a sudden the world changed and courage is something we absolutely must have. It's going to be for every one of us, just like Daniel chapter 3 all over again. But this time, when the focus there was on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, this time the focus is going to be on you and your test. And what are you going to do about this thing this mark you're going to need on your body. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man that perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God promised to those who love him. Now, on the other hand, the people that don't overcome, the ones that don't get in the kingdom, Revelation twenty one eight, it says, but the cowardly, notice that term, or the fearful. The cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, sexually immoral, those who practice the magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur, this or the second death. So we are going to need godly courage. In fact, you need courage, period, to be a Christian at any time. But especially at this particular point in time, when it's coming right down to the wire, and that is, you're going to have to either take that mark or you're going to go into captivity and you're going to be killed with the sword. It's that simple and it's coming, and it's coming in your lifetime. It's not only coming in your lifetime, it's coming very quickly, and I'm going to show you that soon. Just hold, hold on, next several minutes. So at this particular point in time, When after seal 3, now we're not at seal 3 yet, but when seal 3 finally does arrive, at that particular point, that is when Revelation 13.10, which I already read, as well as the warning from the third angel occurs. Now this is what that warning is from the third angel, and I don't believe it's an actual literal angel like Gabriel flying around, given... That kind of warning, it's going to be a corporate warning from the messengers of God, and that's what the term angel means. It means messenger. They're going to be speaking out this warning about not taking the mark of the beast. Here it is. It's Revelation 14, 9 through 12. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on his hand, He, too, will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur. In the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast in his image, or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful to Jesus." So as I just stated several minutes back, without question, since the saints are going to be here, there can be no pre-trib rapture. If the saints would be raptured out of here, this warning to the saints would not be relevant. But of course, we know it is relevant since it's in the Bible, God's word says that the saints are going to need to be faithful to Jesus. And it's implied to the very end. Another thing that's really shown crystal clear in this passage is there is no once saved, always saved, or eternal security. That's impossible because the warning to the saints is that the saints who are not faithful are going to go to the lake of fire. They're going to be tormented with burning sulfur, and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, no rest, day or night. So that certainly is not eternal security, once saved, always saved, the preservation of saints, or the perseverance of the saints. That is a false doctrine, a dangerous, ear-tickling, false doctrine. Furthermore, this same passage, Revelation 14, 9-12, also refutes the doctrine embraced by the seven-day Adventists and the Jehovah's Witnesses, which would say that the wicked dead are annihilated. They will not be annihilated. It says here and several other places in crystal clarity, they are going to be tormented forever and ever. There is no annihilation of the wicked dead. Also, one other point before I move on. Believe it or not, a fourth false doctrine is likewise refuted in this passage. And that is, there is no universal salvation. Though Jesus died for everyone... Not everyone receives that. Not everyone follows Jesus. Not everyone will believe on him. And consequently, many people, many, most people, will perish. Now, I believe, as strange as this might sound to some people, I believe we are already in the tribulation. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 It speaks of a time of worldwide distress. That's another word for the word tribulation. And I definitely do believe that is what we have entered and we have already been in such a horrible situation for over one year. The scriptures do not explicitly say when the great tribulation will start or how long it is. But it does tell us when it's going to end. And it's going to end Right before the rapture. The rapture is the termination of the great tribulation and the start of God's wrath. The great tribulation is the anger or the wrath of the devil. And that's even confused. They got it switched around all confused and contorted. I'm talking about the pre-trib rapture people because they have an agenda. They're trying to teach a pre-trib rapture doctrine which is not built on Scripture. And I myself used to believe that after I left the Roman Catholic Church. I went in a church, first time ever I heard about pre-trib rapture. And for a number of years I believed that it's not true. The Bible teaches a post-trib rapture. But very important point about the Antichrist Listen very carefully. The Antichrist is only going to rule and reign for 42 months. Now, we do not know when his reign is going to start, but we know the length of it. Again, 42 months according to Revelation 13, verse 5. And it's also going to be terminated when Jesus comes back at the Mount of Olives to set up his thousand-year reign. So we know that detail about it as well. So the question is, when does he start his reign? It's not clear, but possibly, maybe, at the point of the war on the saints. There's going to be a war on the saints. That's going to happen. All kind of terrible things are yet to occur. And again, getting back to what I stated earlier, patient endurance, faithfulness on the part of saints, and courage, godly courage. You've got to stand You've got to remain faithful to Jesus, even though everybody around you will take the mark. You must not do that. You cannot do that. Now, as strange as this might sound to some people, the Antichrist and the false prophet will be the very first ones to get to the lake of fire, even before the devil gets there. Now, the devil's going to get there. But first, the Antichrist and the false prophet. So all kinds of things are happening. We know specifically about the mark of the beast, Revelation 13, 16, and 17. That's the primary focus. To get the details, the term mark refers to etching or stamp. The Greek term is khoragma. It comes from a different root, which is khorax, which means sharpened to a point, a stake or a palisade. And that perfectly describes the microneedle smart patch vaccine. Perfectly. Now, what is so interesting about all this is an enzyme called luciferase, which is actually put on the tips of the microneedle vaccine that will glow under a special light. And the tips of the coming microneedle vaccine will stay in the person's body. And another shocker about all this is, believe it or not, the microneedle vaccine is so easily to apply, people that have no medical training at all can apply to themselves as long as they're a normal, average person. They can put it on for themselves, and it's going to leave behind a mark but invisible to the naked eye. And I believe because the mark of the beast is coming deceitfully, and the reason I believe it so strongly that it's coming deceitfully is because the devil is directly linked to it as well as the Antichrist. That has sin and deceit written all over it. So if that is the case, and it is, then we can assume that when this vaccine, the microneedle smart patch vaccine comes about, They're not going to openly say, this is going to leave a mark on your body. In fact, it might not even be connected to currency at that point. People might first receive that mark, not even knowing it's a mark on their body. And then afterwards, it will be needed to buy or sell, and they'll be informed, well, everything, now since the crash occurred, it's hooked up to your vaccination records, which are found on your body. Now, this is a very, very important seal, seal number four. Remember, again, Revelation chapter six, that's the place to go to find out what is yet to happen. People want to know what is going to happen next. Well, as I just stated, we're on the verge of seal three, the food scarcity, and then seal four, the one after, says this. Listen carefully. It says, I looked and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword famine, plague, and wild beast of the earth. Now listen to this. Grab hold of this point and don't forget it please. The word sword In the Greek means a long and broad cutlass or any weapon of the kind, which describes perfectly a guillotine, any weapon of the kind. They're going to be killed that way. And we know in light of seal number five, this is when the faithful saints start dying because they refuse the mark of the beast. So again, folks, grab hold of this point. The mark of the beast is that close. We are on the verge of seal number three, and seal number four is when the faithful saints start dying because they didn't take the mark of the beast. So even before seal four has to be when the mark of the beast comes out, because seal four is when they start to die because they refuse it. But they're not just going to die because they refuse the mark of the beast, but they're also going to die by famine. I mentioned that earlier. Plague and the wild beasts of the earth. And notice this point. One-fourth of the earth. The current world population is 7.9 billion. So let's round it off and call it 8 billion. One-fourth of eight billion is two billion people. Folks, two billion people are soon going to be dead. Two billion people. Can you imagine the chaos? People won't know what's going on. Now you do. I just told you what's going to happen. God has it written in the Bible. It's been there for 2,000 years. It's in Revelation chapter 6. You could read it point by point by point. Famine, plague, wild beasts of the earth, but especially being killed by the sword. And that fits perfectly the beheading, the decapitation that will happen to the faithful saints. So the stumbling blocks of this hour right now, people rant and rave, no, that can't be, that's impossible because... The Bible teaches a pre-trib rapture. No, it doesn't. It doesn't teach a pre-trib rapture. Number two, they say the Antichrist must be revealed. Well, what exactly does that mean? Maybe it was revealed. Maybe March 2020, when Gates came to the forefront, said for the world to go back to normal, seven billion people are going to have to be vaccinated. Other people say, well, no, the beast can't be that close because the temple must be built. Well. How do we really know what's going on? There has already been. Years ago, folks, listen, years ago they started to sacrifice animals in Jerusalem. Did you know that? Did you know that some were saying, at least one man on YouTube, and he showed pictures, there's an underground temple. We don't know what's going on over there, but regardless of whatever it is, according to Revelation chapter 6, in sequential order, we know when the saints are going to start dying Because they don't take the mark of the beast. And yet others are saying, it can't happen. There has to be a seven-year agreement that will be signed first. Well, that's not true. They can't prove that seven-year agreement, number one, has not already been signed secretly, or number two, the mark of the beast cannot precede it. They can't prove that. So these are stumbling blocks, and people have seen things in the movies, end-time so-called Christian movies, that are hindering and stumbling them from seeing what is happening. It says clearly in the book of Daniel, deceit is prospering, that truth is thrown to the ground, and the saints are oppressed. That is exactly what is happening right now. Right now, deceit is prospering, and it's everywhere. Well, just recently, not very long ago, we first heard of the Delta variant. And then right afterwards, the Lambda variant. I think this is interesting because if you look at the Greek alphabet, the capital letters for Delta and Lambda, they both look like a pyramid and the all-seeing eye. That's an occultic symbol. This thing, everything that's happening since around March of 2020, and this has been laid out for many decades, even longer, and it has Satanism and witchcraft in various ways written all over, including this, the Delta and the Lambda variant. And for them to go to the Lambda variant, folks, From the Delta variant, they skipped over Epsilon, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, and Kappa. They skipped over all them to get the Lambda. And as I stated, 666 written all over everything. Did you know? I stated before, I believe that Bill Gates is the Antichrist. His name, Bill Gates III, in ASCII, A-S-C-I-I, numerically, in all caps, is 666. He lives in a house that's 66,000 square feet. He's going to be 66 this year, right before Halloween. And on one of the major websites on the World Wide Web, describing the microneedle smart patch, that diagram shows that's when phase one is going to begin, which seems to strongly imply that's when the microneedle vaccine is going to come out. Now, is it crystal clear from that? No. It might be off a little bit, but that's what it's saying. There are other sources that have said the microneedle smart patch will come out by the end, by the end of 2021. Around the time that all this began, we heard of a patent 060606. Who patented that? Microsoft. Where's the data going to be stored? Because all this is connected to artificial intelligence And the data is going to be stored where? By Microsoft. Not only that, Gates is the largest farmland owner in the United States. He also wants to dim the sun by putting calcium carbonate into the stratosphere, which is potentially deadly to everyone. And when I read that scripture right before the rapture, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky. Something's going to happen the way we look at the sun and moon and the stars. Maybe, 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 maybe. Could it be somehow some way it's connected with this? With what Gates wants to do? He wants to replace real beef with lab-grown meat. And believe it or not, another source says even cockroaches. He's conquered the health industry. And this is a very important point because he went to MIT. Years ago, for what purpose? To have the vaccination record on the physical body, and that's getting right back around to what I mentioned earlier, the luciferase, and the design of the microneedle vaccine is a snake fang. Folks, connect the dots. Everything is before us. It's right in front of us. CO3 is right in front, perhaps just a couple months down the road. They just had yesterday... Cyber Polygon, an exercise, probably very similar to Event 201. And Event 201 was an exercise how to deal with pandemics, and all of a sudden, poof, this surprise pandemic hit. You know, as Fauci announced, that would be happening. What did hit? Now they're having Cyber Polygon. Why? Because of a cyber attack, and Klaus Schwab said, a comprehensive cyber attack. So what exactly does comprehensive mean? Does that mean they're going to shut off the electricity and the water and the natural gas? If they shut the power off, you can't get gasoline. You can't get your prescription medicine. You won't be able to go to a store and get any more food. They're going to shut us down, folks. This is what's happening. We are in the Great Tribulation. This is a time of trouble on a worldwide scale that has never, ever happened before. The shocking thing about all this, I see a direct connection between what happened in Genesis chapter 3, what God was concerned about after Adam and Eve sinned. He did not want them to reach out their hand and take from the tree of life and live forever. You might be aware of that. I hope you are. Now, these people, I'm talking about the elitists, the globalists, the billionaires, the ones that are really in control. They're pulling the strings. They're telling the politicians what to do. They're controlling the food. They control the money. And Ray Kurzweil, he's one of their so-called prophets, their predictors. Kurzweil said, man will become immortal by 2029. Did you hear that? By, by, that's before, 2029, he's saying man will become immortal. Why? Because they're all connected to artificial intelligence and one central database. And believe it or not, this is another thing that he also stated, listen to this, quote unquote, here we go. Ultimately, nanobots will replace blood cells and do their work thousands of times more Effectively unquote. He actually thinks that their scientific technology change to the human body tampering with the DNA, altering the DNA, that it's better than how God created us. That's blasphemy. This is the blasphemy that it says is connected with the Antichrist. He's a blasphemer. He's a proud person. And that is exactly what we see. This is a shocker. It's hard to believe. Now the Bible speaks of, and God wants us to have eternal life. He wants us to live forever. He tells us how. Jesus invites all of us. Come unto him, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. And that's all of us. We all need his rest. We're all heavy laden. We need Jesus for forgiveness. But this is immortality and eternal life Not through Jesus, the only way to get it. This is through science and artificial intelligence. This is hard to believe. It's unbelievable. It's shocking. But listen, this injection is not the mark of the beast, but the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast is the bodily proof of vaccination. The bodily proof of vaccination that can be scanned, And it will be connected to currency. That mark will be on the right hand, and the term for hand is anywhere from the finger to the wrist to the forearm to the arm. Either the right hand or the forehead. That is the mark of the beast. And if anyone right now can still buy or sell and has not been complying with them, obviously the mark of the beast is not out yet. Which is a slap in the face to the seven-day Adventists who wrongly teach. The mark of the beast is Sunday worship. Imagine that! Despite all the heresy, all the false doctrine, all the terrible things, all the ways that people are being deceived. Then you have these ever-aggressive seven-day Adventists saying, the mark of the beast is worshiping God on Sunday. And it's also not the RFID chip. The Quantum Dog Tattoo is much more sophisticated, much easier, much better than the RFID chip. Now, I definitely went my allotted time. So at this particular point, I better stop so that I can turn the microphone back over. So it's all yours.
0: Thank you, sir. You you hit some very good points there. Um, I, I've been saying for a long time, it's definitely not RFID RFID is very old technology. I mean, um, and incidentally, it has to be in very close proximity to even activate. Uh, This quantum dot tattoo, which I have on the screen now with Bill Gates, this is, you know, light years ahead of RFID technology. And incidentally, Dan, they're putting this, the Lucifer juice, I call it Lucifer juice, in all these vaccines. Now, uh, it's an illuminator, and it's exactly one of the f- when you when you Google actually quantum dot tattoo and luciferese, whatever it's called, you get how they work together. So it, it would appear to me that this is definitely a precursor to what they want to do. I mean, they've engaged in totalitarianism faster than we ever thought. Right? Using this this virus, right, brother Dan.
2: Without question, they've taken advantage of this pandemic, and this was something that was plotted and planned. Like Fauci had said, a surprise pandemic. It wasn't really a surprise. It was all planned. Everything was plotted out. They have everything all laid out step by step by step by step. They know what they're going to do, and they know when they're going to unleash this on the public. And here we are. We have no power. Of course, our power is greater than their power because the spiritual power, as we look to God and trust in him and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our power. We have no power in the natural. They have all the technology. They have all the power. There's no chance anybody's going to escape into the wilderness. They got satellites. They got heat sensors. They got drones. They'll find you, folks. The Bible tells us how we can overcome. You overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of your testimony, and not loving your life so much as it shrink from death. You have to be like Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You must be willing to die. You must have that courage. You must stand.
0: Wow. This
2: is eternity that's before us. Paradise is not far off. Imagine paradise, and imagine seeing Jesus. It's not far, folks. We're almost home. Hold on. Jesus said, Revelation three eleven. Hold on to what you have, so that no man will take your crown. Hold on. And Jesus said, Matthew 10, verse 28, He said, don't be afraid of those that kill the body, cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one, that's God, who can destroy both body and soul in hell. We need to fear God. Don't fear these people. Once we die, that's it. We're out of here, and don't even fear death. Don't fear death. Death is not the end. Death is just an exit from your physical body, your soul, and your spirit vacate to go to wherever it should be based on the spiritual condition at that moment. And you must die pure in heart to see God. You have to endure to the end to be saved. There is no eternal security. If you deny Jesus, he'll de- deny you. You've got to endure to the end to be saved.
0: Yeah, incidentally, with that being said, endure- enduring to the end. Um... Today, and in, in what we're seeing in the structure of the modern-day cake-baked church and this osis, once-saved, always-saved doctrine and these other weird doctrines, uh, wood, hay, and stubble people, they say that you, you never lose your salvation, but you lose your rewards. And then they go on to fornicate. Uh, got one guy married four times, uh, you know, claiming to be deliverance ministers. You know, how, how are these people—I I mean— what is your view on this uh, multiple marriages, 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 and marriages? Man, they just keep going. I mean, is is that going to be good for them on Judgment Day?
2: Well, Jesus spoke of this, but I think even more explicit is Romans chapter 7, verses 2 and 3. The Apostle Paul talked about the law of marriage. The law of marriage is between people that are truly married. They're married unto death. Now, let me back up for one minute because... Now comes up the issue, what is a true marriage in God's eyes? We're living in such a dark time. This is the last generation. This is a time when wickedness is increasing and the love of most has grown cold. A true marriage in the eyes of God is between two people of the opposite sex. Who would ever think that anybody would ever have to say that? But that's the way right now in our dark, dark, horrible, perverted day that this has to be stated. So it's between two people of the opposite sex that were never married before or has lost their spouse through physical death. Okay, if such a person or such two people are married, they are married until physical death. There is no such thing as divorce and remarriage For them, as long as their spouse is alive. That is adultery. It's crystal clear. Jesus said that numerous times. And not only that, John the Baptist was beheaded over this very issue. John the Baptist told Herod it's not lawful for him to have his brother's wife. So Herodias was still the wife of Philip. But Herod had her. John the Baptist says, in essence, you're in adultery. And as a consequence, Herodias nursed the grudge, wanted him dead, and finally did get his head on a platter. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes. But that is the day in which we live. There's much injustice against the godly, but it's going to end. Now listen, very important, there's such a thing in the Bible as blood guilt. And we need to warn people of sin, not only the unsaved, but even the saved. But the people that are in remarriage adultery, they are on the road to hell. There is no such thing as a Christian adulterer, no Christian drunk, no Christian liar, no Christian homosexual, no Christian thief, no Christian witch, no such thing, according to the Word of God. Anybody that's in remarriage adultery, they must repent. It's not the unforgivable sin, but they must stop sexual union. That will damn them. That will take them to the lake of fire. But our teaching is so bad, they don't even know that. There's pastors. There's popular people. They're, they're considered the spokesmen for Christianity. They are in remarriage adultery. So the little guy in a pew, he's saying these horrible examples, and therefore he thinks, well, it's okay for me. Look, it's, he's doing it unfortunately, the examples are horrible. It's terrible. We're living at a dark, dark, horribly terrible, terrible time when witchcraft and Satanism is written all over everything that's going on. There's all kinds of false doctrine, and the culmination of the pre-trib rapture, it's a false hope, just like eternal security. MacArthur, now I don't have the exact quote in front of me at this particular moment. I'm actually looking for it. As I speak, MacArthur said, it's possible to actually, here it is, I got it, I found it. This is a quote-unquote from John MacArthur, a Calvinist, the security man. Listen to this. He said, quote, the question is, if you're living in the tribulation period and you take this mark, in other words, you identify with the beast empire, will you still be able to be redeemed? And I think the answer to that is yes, unquote. So MacArthur is saying that you can even take the mark of the beast and you can be saved. There's all kind of heresy, all kind of confusion, and people need to go to the Bible, glue yourself to the Bible, stop reading all kind of books out there, get in God's book, the Bible, focus on Revelation 6. It has a point by point by point by point what's going to happen. At seal number 5, They're crying, how much longer, Sovereign Lord, before you judge the inhabitants of the earth? And he says, oh, wait a little bit longer. And seal six is when the wrath of God hits. So seal six is the rapture. And then big, big trouble happens. There's going to be painful, ugly sores breaking out on the bodies of all those that took the mark of the beast. All kind of terrible things. But the point is, for the faithful, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We get to go home. But folks, there's a scripture, Hebrews chapter 12, it talks about you have not yet resisted sin to the point of shedding your blood. That's coming. That's going to be us. You're going to have to stand firm, even though you shed your blood, even though you give your life. It's well worth it. It'll be over in a minute. Don't fear death that's what the devil Amen. wants you to do they're trying to instill fear in all of us don't walk in fear jesus said john fourteen twenty seven. do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid so do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid it's up to you don't let these people trouble your heart and don't be afraid Stand firm, open. Let everybody know unashamedly, you walk with Jesus. I'm a Christian. I'm not taking that mark. Amen. And if they take you into captivity, they cut your head off on the spot. Whatever they do, you're going to go to paradise a split second after your death. Hang loose. Hang in there. Be faithful. Stay true to Jesus. We're almost home. Imagine that. Oh yeah, we're almost home.
0: Praise God! That's the good word of the Lord, right there, sir. I, yeah, I think you were on watching radio like 17 years ago. I think I remember you. Do you remember me?
2: Uh, that might be. I can't really I'm say if look. I was or not. I was all over the place. It could be that I was there 17 years ago.
0: Yeah, I'm going to look in the archives. I'm almost positive. I have a whole archive that I have to re-upload, but uh, we were on shortwave back then. Uh, does that ring a bell? WWCR. Um,
2: well, I was on shortwave. I was on different radio stations. Different things occurred. I can't remember all the details. Right. It's very possible I was on your broadcast. Wave. Yeah, back I'll then.
0: find it. I'm almost. I'm almost certain of it. Um, here's the deal, folks. Brother Dan brought the word of the Lord uh, on. Uh, this iniquitous doctrine that people are passing along. Uh, You know, they just have these spiritual unions, like they meet uh, a Christian, meets a a Christian girl, and um, they kneel at the bed, and then they, they say, we're married unto the Lord, and then they start having sex. And then you find out, well, wow, they had this spiritual marriage, but now they're already separated, and they say it was never God. So this whole... The Bible says abide by the laws of the land, doesn't it? Uh, marriage is a kind of a law, right? Um, you can't just be having yes, these...
2: Absolutely, and not only that, of course, the person's conscience comes into play. It's very important that we hold on to a good conscience. Uh, the Apostle Paul told Timothy, hold on to faith and a good conscience. Some have rejected these and have shipwrecked their faith, Hymenaeus and Alexander being the two in particular that he referred to. So the point comes back around to that if they do something like this, they don't get an official, quote-unquote, marriage. Even in a dark day, it could be before a justice of a peace, it could be in a church, but it's something that they're going to do, and their conscience is clear. It's not some kind of wild imagination. It's something uh, that... As far as that is concerned, you're going with uh, what a marriage is in our
0: yeah.
2: society, our dark world.
0: Well, They, they, use, so it for they use it for fornication. They use it for sex. You don't sex. want to
2: play around with that. Marriage is a very important thing. And that's another thing. It has been reduced from its importance. Sad to say. It's just a terrible, terrible time. We're right at the very end of this age. Right. And the devil and his man is moving things around. They're controlling things. And that's what's going on right now as we see things unfold.
0: Amen. So living holy, not playing games, folks, uh, not doing these marriages, divorces, marriages and divorces, marriages and divorces, having kids all over the world. Uh, That's not going to work out good for you on Judgment Day. I know you think it will. But you just heard Brother Dan uh, bring the word of the Lord. Uh, This whole quantum dot tattoo, guys, Uh, Like Brother Dan, the angel is a messenger. We are to be messengers. uh, That's right. uh, And warn as many people as we can. Uh, uh, Brother Dan, uh, I did have one question. I don't know if Brother Alan has a question, but uh, he normally doesn't. I do. He does. Okay, so you could wait. Um, What is your advice, uh, Brother Dan, uh, to those, unfortunately, that have been injected with this Lucifer juice now. Um, you know, we are, I, I, it's already affecting their health in many ways. Uh, they're talking about more jabs. Um, um, what is your advice? Definitely don't get injected with this, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. You don't want to take this, but if you have already taken it, make sure you take no more. And especially, especially the microneedle smart patch that will be coming. And it looks like it's going to be mailed to people's homes, according to a diagram I saw on an authoritative wow. website. So if that comes, you surely don't want to put that on your body. I do not have any definite advice for people that have taken the hydrogel biosensors, this graphene, into their body this uh, toxic injection, this experiment, where the DNA will be altered. But I did hear some medical doctors speak on things like this. Perhaps if that's a concern of yours, you could check out Dr. Sherry Kenpenny or Dr. Carrie Madej, M-A-D-E-J. And there are others likewise that have spoken out on this kind of thing. Listen to them, see what they have to say. You could research others. But for sure you don't want to do this you want to stay away from that and god has given us an immune system try to build up your immune system and especially spiritually first and foremost is the spiritual because your soul is your most valuable possession not your physical health as important as that is your soul is your most valuable possession all right, yeah,
0: that's my cool. answer. We're, we're in the end times. Brother Dan brought the word of the Lord in such a way. Uh, he's telling you, yeah, it's late in the hour, guys. Okay, pull it in. Pull it in. Pull all your limbs inside the tent in this hour, number one. No mess- This The devil is amping up his game. And a lot of it has to do with these fake, fraudulent, phony, pinhead prophets and these phony, pinhead preachers that are going around and giving a mixed message that kind of sounds good, like everybody's going to be fine. Everybody's just okay. That's not. That is not the word of the Lord, okay? You can't just take the mark of the beast. That's not going to be good for you. Okay, don't listen to these pinhead prophets and these pinhead preachers, these cake big flim-flammers, and especially anyone that's preaching osis. Okay, once saved, always saved. Eternal security. Derek Prince used to cast those demons out, all, you know, pray for people all the time. Eternal security was a big problem. Now, uh, Brother Allen, do you have a uh, very minute amount of questions for Dan?
1: I possibly have uh, two Good questions and two less good questions. So uh, my first way question too many. You get Dan. two. You get two. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Brother Dan, my plans for the, uh, how to prepare mentally and spiritually for the rest of tribulation is uh, reading and listening to my Bible, listening to anointed sermons, uh, worship, and thinking and acting on the Word, like uh, in Philippians four eight and Hebrews 11. Uh, does that sound like a good plan to you? And what would you add or take away from my plan? That's my well, question. what
2: I would say is Jesus stated that we need to pray always. And one of the most important things that's going to happen is we've got to make sure that we forgive everybody that sins against us. We are going to be hated and betrayed. That's and right. specifically, the Bible tells us how that's going to occur and by who that is going to happen. And as strange as it might sound, it's going to happen. Luke 21, verse 16 from our parents, our brothers, our relatives, and friends. So people we know are not only going to hate us, they're going to betray us. But we must forgive them. Jesus said, you have to forgive so that your sins will be forgiven. But keep praying. Make sure you keep a, a clear conscience before God. That's the most important thing.
0: You've got to keep
2: yourself pure. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. We've come to share in Christ if we hold firm to the end. The confidence we had at first, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14. It's 12 through 14. You ought to read that whole passage. It's just wonderful. But that would be it. You need to act on God's Word. What I am still involved in, as strange as this might sound to some, I've been spreading the Word of God and evangelizing in various ways for over four years. And a half decades. Well, let me just back up and say, for approximately four and a half decades, I've been doing this, handing out gospel literature, talking to people. But also, let me say this, because this is very, very important. There's a page on the Evangelical Outreach website dealing with the various things that I have stated, plus much, much more. There's all kinds of things I didn't even touch on that is related to this topic. Right now, the end times, what is occurring? But you want to go to the main page of the Mark of the Beast. Go over to Evangelical Outreach and in the search bar type in Mark of the Beast and click that link and you're going to be blown away by not only images, by diagrams, but also the Word of God, different things laid out clearly, what is happening and what is yet to occur. So make sure you do that. So getting back to the answer, Brother Ellen, and that would be... Make sure you keep drawing near to God. Keep your heart clear and know what's happening. This is a test. Right now, this is a test. That's all it is. It's nothing but a test. Other ones were tested. You're being tested right now. That will continue right to the end. Remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood firm, even though it was a life or death issue. They were not going to bow before that image, and we're not going to take the mark of the beast. That's it. And then once we die, thank God, we finally get to go home.
0: Amen. Uh, Brother Allen, you have one more, and then we're cutting you off. Praise God.
1: Maybe, okay. My second question is, uh, I have a, I keep a personal list of uh, all the articles I run across where uh, uh, people dying of the vaccine, you know, mother of 347 dies after uh, she got the vaccine, it was a blood clot. Fully vaccinated woman dies of COVID-19, even though she was fully vaccinated. Four British airway pilots die in the same week. And um, my question to you is, uh, treating you like a, like a scientist for a moment, what have you read up about the long-term effects and consequences of taking the vaccine? Because short-term, yeah, it might just, you might just die in, in the next few weeks. But what about the long-term consequences of taking the vaccine?
2: From what I've heard from medical doctors, especially Keremadé, a person's memory can be altered. They can alter the emotions. They can alter our behavior to some degree. Now, you brought up an issue, and I think this is very important, a great time for me to interject something from the Word of God. And this is seal number two. In fact, right before I get to that, let me take one minute and mention seal number one. I mentioned we're on the verge of seal three. People might say, "Well, what about seals one and two? Seal one is: I looked, and there before me was a white horse. This rider had a bow, and he was given a crown, and he rode out as a conqueror. To con- uh, he rode out as a conqueror, bent on conquest. The word "bow" in the Greek is toxon. We get the word "toxic" from it. The word "crown" is actually what "corona" means in Latin. So this rider on a white horse is going forth as a type of savior they have called Bill Gates, the savior of the world. And he's very aggressive. He's pursuing these different endeavors of his, trying to save the world from global warming, etc. But then we get down to seal two, and this is directly linked to what you brought up. Seal two says, then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its writer was given power to take peace from the earth and to make men slay each other. To him was given a large sword. So this is talking about what is happening right before our very eyes and is still continuing on. This is doctors and nurses injecting one another and they're dying or they're getting maimed. They're getting wounded and that's the meaning of the Greek term slay. That's what it means. Not only means kill, it means wound or maimed. And that's exactly what is happening with these vaccine accidents, they call it. These vaccine injuries. That is seal two. And seal two continues on. In fact, there's seven seals, but only four horsemen. Why? I'm guessing. I'm thinking because the first four seals, they just continue on and they don't ever end. And this is continuing on. And seal number one is continuing on. And once food shortages come, that's going to continue on. It's not going to stop. So right now in front of us, this is what's happening. They can tamper with a person's mind, their memory, their emotions. They can move on these people to some degree. I don't know how this is still connected with their free will I don't know, but I'm just telling you what I heard. So hopefully that will suffice.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you so much. Praise God. Good word of the Lord. Um, Brother Dan brought it. And uh, Brother Dan, awesome. Uh, You covered a lot. I must admit that. I'm going to actually have to re-listen to it myself. Uh, Incidentally, I had that same thing on talks, and I came up with that um, about a year and a half ago. I was looking at the... um, the arrows, uh, literally in the Greek, it meant toxin. So interesting. Um, so, brother Dan, um, give out your web website one more time.
2: Okay, the main website is evangelicaloutreach.org. dot org. That's evangelicaloutreach.org. dot org. The easiest, best way to get there is e o m i n dot org. E O as an evangelical outreach. M I N as a ministry org. There's also another website, which is eternallifeblog.com, and an international and Spanish website, which you can find the link from the main website. It's alcansevangelistico.net. Uh, that's also dbn-min.org. So hopefully, or I'm sorry, .net. Hopefully that will help you.
0: Amen. Uh, Brother Dan, great blessing having you on and um, hopefully getting you back on again real soon. So I appreciate it, sir.
2: Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate your kindness to me for this opportunity to warn the people, to get the message out. A lot of people are not aware of what is going on. It's very, very important, obviously, especially since... The mark of the beast, the real mark of the beast, is not far off. It's coming very, very, very soon. And watch for the microneedle vaccine. It's going to look like a piece of Velcro on a Band-Aid. You do not want that on your body. Don't allow anybody to put that on you, and certainly not you. Don't you put it on yourself.
0: That's right. Great warning. Uh God bless you brother Dan. I'll talk to you real soon, sir.
2: God bless you brother. Thank you very much. God bless you, bye.
0: God bless you. All right, praise God. Good word of the mm-hmm. Lord there from brother Dan. Uh and uh he hit a lot of things. You got to admit. Um Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got, uh, we got. Yeah,
1: we so, went all the way from uh uh, holiness preaching and uh, once saved always saved being error all the way to uh, an end time preaching where we touched on COVID a lot uh, COVID-19. COVID-19. Yeah. COVID-19 COVID-19 COVID-19
0: Oh boy Yeah
1: we <laughs> we even touched on that yeah,
0: yeah that's Copeland unfortunately um He pops up every time I don't, How do we get rid of him?
1: Uh, don't ask me well we're going to be
0: uh, closing this show out with my awesome electronica song called branch and uh, I know you'll like it there's nothing I could do about that so enjoy and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow Uh, what time 1230 tomorrow praise God Uh, see y'all later bye y'all bye y'all